Hello, Miami. This is 305 Sports Now, your home podcast for all things Miami sports related. I am Will, and joining me today is the 305 Fights TV champion. I can honestly say the champ is here, Mr. Christian Esquilin. Christian, how you doing? Yes, sir. I'm doing well. I want to say, uh, Puerto Rico, we did it. We're here. We're into the podcasting world. Tell Joe Rogan that we will we'll see him soon. Uh, I feel great. I'm uh, appreciative of this opportunity for uh, to be able to talk to you today. And uh, I want to say that next time that we talk, I will, I'll have uh, two belts for you, not just the one. So... Uh. Excited. That's what I want to hear, man. I love that. I love that positivity, you know. And one thing I like about fighters, man, you guys are always exuding confidence, man. So I think that's something that's great for, for the fight game. And it's also great, you know, for, for interviews as well. I'm not going to lie. Um, one thing I like about when, when I talk about against uh, to fighters is the background that you guys have in terms of how you became and how you got to where you are. Uh, in, pre, in the previous conversation before we... We started. Uh, we started talking. Um, you've been uh, you've been involved in some form of combative sports since you were nine years old. You started wrestling in the third grade. You want to share that story with us? Yeah. Um, my dad. He was in the military for uh, most of my younger years, so we moved around a lot. But we ended up in uh, Woodbridge, Virginia, which is near Quantico, Virginia, a really big military base, uh, Marine base. And uh, my dad, while he was working on the base there. He actually wrestled as a kid, so um, it was his idea to kind of get me involved in that, and uh, I'm glad he did. I, I definitely feel um, most people should do wrestling just because of the mental aspect of it and what it teaches you, but um, in my case, it, it helps me out a little bit later down the road as well with uh, my career choice, so. That's it. Now, now now, one thing, uh, one thing I talked about with wrestling is that the incorporation of wrestling and MMA is is huge. A lot of fighters are doing that because uh, incorporating both kind of covers up the holes that each one may have in terms of combat. Um, so you started, uh, you you I'm sorry, you started, you began your BJJ career, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu career, a little bit at the age of 12. You actually yeah. uh, confessed to me you were tapped out, and that motivated you to get better. All right, yeah. so I mean that's pretty cool. So so when you when you were wrestling, I know at, at, at 12, it's kind of hard to, to, to go back and, and, and try to focus on what you were trying to do. Did you think that you could that you can um, wreck a BJJ uh, fighter because of your wrestling background early on? Um, to be honest with you, when I, I really had no idea what uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was at all. Okay. I, I remember it was like, uh, it was more like we were kind of just messing around. We liked UFC, but like, weren't as into it you know with the technical aspects of it and i remember my friend i i took him down but real quick he just put me in a kimura and i was i was like what what is this i've never mm -hmm. never seen like this before so uh instantly i just wanted to uh figure out that you know figure out how i could do that to uh, other people and, and just learn that art as much as i could and uh, i begged my parents probably for like a month straight just for them to sign me up for jujitsu and then eventually i went and fell in love with it so okay yeah so i mean you're pretty good at it too I've, I've seen you fight you know i was at that fight in may you know where you where you totally you know destroyed your opponent you know yeah. and, and whatnot um and then you went back to wrestling okay you wrestled in high school uh from you built a dynasty from 10th to 12th grade uh yeah. what school did you wrestle for in high school i wrestled like i said but i lived in woodbridge virginia uh, okay that's where I still, so I, I wrestled for a school called potomac senior 
Potomac Senior High School. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out the wrestling team, them, all the uh, all the sports teams over there. But uh, yeah, I wrestled for them under the coach uh, Ryan Swanson, great friend, uh, great mentor of mine. He he taught me a lot. Taught me most of what I know, most of my base for wrestling. And uh, yeah, we we when I first got there as a freshman, we were like a bottom of the barrel team. You know, we'd go to like some mid level tournaments and, and do all right. But then. Uh, like I said, Coach Swanson really instilled the uh, the point of hard work and uh, drive to to all of us. Even though we were young, we somehow figured it out, and we were, we managed to uh, become a uh, I think best team in the state. I want to say two years in a row, something like that. So, yeah. it, it, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it, it was just cool to be a part of that uh, experience because uh, I was. Like I said, I, I wasn't taking wrestling as serious at the time, but um, I've always really fell pretty hard into whatever it is that I was interested in. And at that time, wrestling really, uh, really interests me. So I'm glad now I still have that experience for uh, just that knowledge and that, that training for, for when I fight now. So. But it's interesting though because you're 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 a part of a dynasty in wrestling, but your scholarship to college was lacrosse, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah. So um, I like lacrosse. I I don't really know what what uh, drew me to lacrosse, but when I started uh, high school as a freshman, I, I knew I wanted to play lacrosse, and um, the team I played for it was the Potomac um, high school team. They were not as good as the uh, wrestling team I'll say that so I was really able to have fun though and, and be creative with the sport so I guess that allowed me to get um, to the level where I, I was lucky enough to go off and play in college but my main factor is uh, I knew how hard it would uh, it would be to, to do wrestling at the college level and uh, I just don't think I was that ready for that level of you know athletic um, maturity so I, I decided to play lacrosse and lacrosse was good I met you know some good people some friends that I still have to this day but um, ultimately I just didn't see myself going anywhere with either lacrosse or um, school the school that I was going to so that's kind of when I started thinking about what I wanted to do with my life and that's when MMA came into play Okay. Is that when you decided to go from Virginia, you know, and move down to Palm Beach and start boxing? Is that, is that more when you started the, the transition? I, um, yeah, kind of give or take. I, I went, the school I went to was in West Palm Beach. It was like right across the street, actually, from uh, Palm Beach Boxing. And I'd gone there for, I want to say a year and a half, maybe, maybe a year. And then um, I think I just, my friends and I had always like, you know, we'd go out for the pay-per-views or watch the fight nights at our house or whatever the deal was. So we were always into it. And then um, I just kind of didn't really decide how serious I wanted to be with it, but I started picking it back up again. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of the decision that, or going to Palm Beach Boxing helped me with my decision to uh, decide to take MMA like seriously and start full time. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's 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 a fascinating story, and um, 
you know one thing one thing i admire about from from you know when i was when i was basically doing some research on you and, and you were giving me information you know for this for this podcast is uh the tenacity that you have okay like you're you're very you're very tenacious you to develop you know and i, and I could relate you know because when you're starting in broadcasting and you're an independent member of the media you know you're you're trying to get your name out there as much yeah. as you can you dm'd everybody and their mother you know to get uh to get attention okay can you uh can you elaborate to us uh whom exactly you tried reaching out to if you, if you want to give out those names or organizations that you reach out that you reached out to yeah i'll i'll, I'll... I'll tell them here so in a couple of years they can hear this and, and regret that they never answered me, you know, so. Um, I was started where the, I went back home from uh, Palm Beach Boxing because like I was saying, I, I decided that um, school wasn't really what I wanted to do. I wanted to train, so I figured it'd be better to just be at home and train. So I, so I went back to uh, Yamasaki Academy. Shout out to Yamasaki Academy, Joe Cunningham and uh, Ron King, all those guys. But um, yeah, I went back there and I trained like every day for probably like two years straight, maybe, yeah, two years straight. And uh, <clears throat> I got, I was lucky enough to get two fights and I went 2-0. and And then um, I think that's kind of around when COVID happened. So, you know, everyone had to slow down. But uh, I was just still thinking like, uh, w like what could I do even though there's not much I could do, you know, I can still figure something out. So. I started DMing, uh, I believe, I, the first place I DMed was like uh, American Top Team in like the American Top Team in like Coconut Grove. Okay. I, DM, um, I think I DMed like Mike Brown himself, like the actual coach. Uh, who else? I, I DM Con I've, I've DMed Conor McGregor a couple times just because, uh, to be honest, with, without him, I don't think I would have gotten this, my start in MMA because watching him really showed me like... Uh, it's not just about fighting, it's about like being a showman. And it's also that uh, like, not to be cliche, but anybody can do it. Like anybody can decide that they want to do something with their life. And uh, I, I kind of resonated with that, with that message. So I DM'd him a bunch. I even DM'd uh, SBG Ireland, Coach Kavanaugh. And then um, who was it that? I believe I DM'd Yoel Romero and, and he responded to me. He was the first person that responded to me. And he um, he told me, I believe it was like a Saturday. Like I said, I DM'd him on a Saturday. And he told me he was opening a gym on a Monday. Like that same Monday. And he said like, yeah, you could come and I guess try out and talk or whatever. So uh, I, I texted my friend, uh, my good buddy Diego Alonso. Shout out to him. He's helped me a lot throughout this process. But uh, I texted him and... Uh, Basically told him, you know, Yoel Romero, uh, he responded to me. He's he saying to come down on Monday. And uh, I texted him because previously he had told me, um, like I said, all my friends, we kept up with the fights. So we would always get together for the fights. And uh, he had told me previously that um, his, his dad was, his, he was, his dad was roommates with this like amazing like super world champion kickboxer that was down in florida and he trained like yoel romero and he trained jorge masvidal and, and all these guys so he told me to uh so i reached out to uh, my friend and, and told him about the yoel, yoel romero exchange and i think uh his dad reached out to tigre and tigre said all right well how about you come down and trade and try out with me because i'm the guy that trained uh, yoel you know what i mean so I decided to uh, 
go and see. I wanted to go see both gyms, but I actually missed my flight to go see Yoel. And um, uh, my friend Diego, he actually came down and he met Tigre and Yoel because, uh, you know, they still have a very good relationship. They train, or Tigre's trained with Yoel and Yoel's trained with uh, some of the guys over at Young Tigers. But um, he went down and, and, and actually met Yoel and I missed my flight. So I was only able to uh, meet Tigre. So uh, I was lucky enough to get the tryout um, with, with Tigre. But fortunately, that was actually the week of uh, Christmas. I believe like Christmas was like on a Wednesday or something, or maybe a Thursday. And I was only supposed to stay, uh, you know, a couple of days to see like what the deal was. And uh, I got food poisoning, like my first night here, like uh, really bad. And uh, I remember just like, like waking up like a zombie, making my way to training, you know, doing my thing during training. And then like going back to the couch after and just like, you know, dying for however many hours until the next training session. And that, it was like that for about three or four days. And then um, we decided to to stay for Christmas, you know, just to show like how bad that like I actually wanted it, you know, like this wasn't, you know, just some hobby to me. So we stayed during Christmas, trained. Um, and like I said, Tigre asked me when I wanted to fight, like when I could fight. I believe this was like Christmas Day. He asked me when I wanted to fight, and I told him the 26th, I'd be ready. And then uh, from there, he started looking for a fight. You know, I went back home, and then, say, a month or two later, he told me I had a fight in, I want to say, March or so. And ever since then, I've been coming uh, to Young Tigers and training here for all my fights. Mm-hmm. But grateful to uh, Tigre and, and you know, my friend and even Yoel Romero for the, for answering me um, on that DM because without that, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. You know, so super yeah, grateful. And, and, no, I mean that's that's that's, a, that's incredible. Um, Yoel also must get a lot of DMs, so the fact that he responded to you, you know, says a lot about about his character and the fact um, he wants to help you know young fighters in the fight game, you know, develop and become you know, successes, you know, which I think is very important, you know, to keep the sport going as well and keep the sport alive, you know, for generations to come. So, I, I mean, my hat, my hat goes off to the fact that you always able to do that because I'm, like I'm saying, he must get a lot of DMs because he's not exactly an unknown fighter, you know, yeah. to say the least. Uh, Tigre as well, um, going back to your food poisoning a little bit, you said you were, you were sick for three or four days. Um, did, uh, uh, what did Tigre do to make sure that you didn't overtrain while you were sick? Uh, Tigre, he, if you, you can ask uh, most of the guys in the gym, Tigre's, uh, he's, he's like a dad to all of us, you know, he's very protective of all his fighters, and uh, he's, you know, watching, like, if, if anybody even had touched me a little bit too hard or hit me a little bit too hard, he, he would, he would step in and be like, hey, man, like, relax, so, um, it, it's good, it's really regimented, we have uh, our training sessions, we have, uh, basically three a day but broken up into two sessions and uh it's really just you know if you if you can't go full capacity then you you know you're doing flow work you're doing something on the bag you know it's really just kind of taking it day by day but i i wanted to prove it, it wasn't about you know showing that um 
necessarily only about showing how good I was, but it was about showing like I, I could withstand, you know, whatever was was thrown at me. So um, there were some times where I had to just kind of push through, like, you know, throw up in the trash can and then run right back, act like nothing happened. But like I said, I'm grateful for all of it because even during the experience, it made me super appreciative and like really think about like, is this what I want to do? Like, is this like really what I should be doing? And, you know, obviously it is. So uh, I wouldn't change anything. Well, uh, we're glad that you decided to keep going because, like I said, you're you're a very good fighter. And um, like I said, I enjoyed, you know, the fight in May, you know, over in La Pequeña Habana, like we like to call it here, uh, in, in uh, here in Miami. Um, how did you link up with 305 Fights? I know you had a fight. Was that with 305 Fights? Or how did you link up? Like, I know Elio is always looking for young talent, you know, to to to, uh, to market, you know, for, for his promotion. You know, and Elio is a very good guy. I've known the Tarago family for years. You know, so so how exactly that that happened between you and um and Elio? Um, well, they've three hundred five has always had a, like a good relationship with Young Tigers, and mm -hmm. uh, had a bunch of guys in the past like Giovanni Gomez. It's one of my like closest training partners. Shout out to Gio. Um, you know, the Salvaje Sammy. Shout out to him as well. He's a three hundred five fights, one twenty five champion. Um. All those guys, they fought for 305, and uh, throughout the, I guess, time that I've been here, 305 has come and done, like, uh, video segments and stuff like that, and I remember for my, before my first fight, I was actually fighting with Rise, and uh, before my first fight, they came to interview, like, uh, Gio and Sammy for their fight, and they interviewed me by chance, so uh, I was lucky enough for, for them to interview me then, but the, the way I... I guess got the opportunity to fight for the 155 title is um, so Tigre will just he'll, he'll just let me know like when I have a fight or if I have a fight like you know maybe four to six weeks out and then we'll start training hard but I, I believe he told me about he said do you want to fight for uh, the 155 belt I think it was like two weeks and it was against uh, Israel Hernandez. And I think I'd seen him a few times before. So I uh, I mean, there's nobody that he would have said that would have, you know, made a, any type of uh, hairs on my body stand up. But I, I decided, yeah, it's a cool opportunity. Um, just be able to go take the belt and then uh, see what really happens. I'm not really too worried. I don't have uh, a definite like steps to my plan. I just, I have a general idea, right? So this opportunity came up and I thought it was cool to go fight for the 155 belt. Uh, won that. And then uh, everyone was saying, well, you're not a champ until you defend it. So I had to defend it. Did that. And then uh, from the start, I wanted, I've always wanted to be like a double waiter. Even uh, I, I, I want to be the th uh, three-way champion. I'm just, you know, trying to think. Uh, what ways I can do it, but uh, that's been my goal from the start is never to just be like a, a singular champion. I've wanted to hold like two belts, three belts. So um, it's mainly just, like I said, grateful for 305 to give me the opportunity, but uh, the, I, it's still not done yet. I still have to take the belt, but like I said, I'm, I'm excited for the opportunity. Yeah, well, if you want to catch, uh, if you want to catch Christian, you know, in action, September 3rd, 
and yes, in, in Little Havana at the Manual Art Time Theater. I recommend yes, you guys go because uh, 305 Fights does put on a good show and they have a little bit of everything for everybody. So Christian will be fighting, you know, for the for the for the championship that very night. Okay. Christian, can you tell us a little bit about your opponent that you'll be facing on September 3rd? He's a he's a dead man walking. He's uh, I, I, uh, I, uh, I haven't seen too much from him. I saw 305 posted a, uh, a whatever highlight reel or something of him from a year or so ago. And uh, he was fighting at 170. So I'm expecting him to, uh, you know, uh, he's going to be strong and he's going to try to uh, execute what he's learned, but it, it does not phase me. I am, uh, I am adamant in uh, what I do. And I know that uh, any man they place in front of me in that octagon will, will not make it out with the same mindset afterwards. So I, I'm excited for the fight. I feel it'll be a very entertaining fight. And uh, I've been waiting to uh, show my skill set off. Yeah, and I, I enjoy your confidence, man. I really, uh, yeah, I see that little Connor you got in you, man, that uh, that you just uh, shot out there, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I uh, Without without uh, the influence of the notorious one, there would not be the glorious one, you know? So I have to pay off <laughs> when I can. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Great for sound bites. I'm gonna tell you that much. <laughs> I'll make sure when I uh, on social media when I do the the short clip, the dead man walking line is the one that's in there. <laughs> so what I really, so what I really enjoyed. Um, okay, so one of the things um, I like about you in terms of your social media is uh, kind of like your marketing. Um, your dad, you know, um, Jose Escaling is one heck of a photographer. Is he fully in charge of, of, of your marketing and your, your digital media or do you work with other people? Because your dad is, if you guys want to look him up, you know, just go on social media, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, and look up Jose Escaling Photography. Do a little shout out to your dad. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, he, he does really good work. And he has really good promotions for, for Christian. Uh, is he totally in charge or do you work with other people? No, so my dad, he's... Uh... He, he's n not the only, I guess, creator of, of stuff for me, but uh, he's definitely the main person and my number one. Like, like I, if, if, if he can't do it, then maybe I'll see if someone else can, or if, if it's easier for somebody else to do it, then maybe. But um, nine times out of ten, I, I not just me, I think anybody should use Jose Escalade photography, but... No, it's really cool because uh, we're both uh, super creative minded, but almost in like different ways. So it's a it's a really uh, unique partnership because my dad will see things in a picture that I won't see and vice versa. So we're able to come together and kind of um, make something that's like super cool. And then also it helps when um, like I also know what type of i guess image i want to put out there you know so I, I know i don't just want like any whatever random edit like i know the exact kind of idea and uh and what it is i'm very i guess particular about that because i do understand like uh that side of the mma game is just as important or is becoming just as important as like the fighting like you know having people find out who you even are so i uh 
work with my dad and my dad is the best. There's no one, no one better that is able to help me uh, put my image out there. And uh, not just my image, he's helped uh, tons of different, tons of other fighters. He's, he's done pictures for Baboon, for Tyler Goodjohn, uh, other guys from 305, Rise. Yeah, he's, he's done a lot of great work. And uh, we'll, we'll, well, you'll be seeing him with the UFC press pass soon. I just, I need a few more years to get there. So, but uh, I'm very grateful for him as well. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody started somewhere, and I get, and I, I know some of the guys in 305 are gonna make it to the UFC or Bellator, you know, uh, real soon because you guys are just talented, you know, like I, from yourself to Brian, uh, to um. I guess uh, Ronaldo Bravo, you know, who the I call I, I nicknamed him here Mr. Six Seconds, you know, because he just knocked out that guy that night, you know, and Elio runs a good ship, you know, as well. So I I know you guys, you know, are are gonna make it um real far. Okay. Uh Christian, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I really appreciate your time. I know you just got out of training and um and you're taking the time to talk to us over here at 305 Sports now. If you want to see Christian fight, I highly recommend I'm gonna put the link uh down on uh on YouTube. If you want to see Christian fight, you know, in general, please uh, get your tickets at 305 Fights TV. All right. Uh, enter the 305 Fights. You know, it's pretty much is the, the main theme of that night, September 3rd at the Manual Art Time Center. Uh, please go to that fight or, or subscribe, you know, and you can get it on internet as well. Christian, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, once again, I am Will. If you like what you heard, please do not forget to download on Spotify, Anchor, Google, Apple, we're going to get your podcast, okay? Okay. Or also, if you want to become a part of our Facebook family, please go to 305 Sports Now Facebook. Hit that like button, and you are a member of our family, right? All right. Once again, for everybody, I am Will. And for Christian Escaline, have a good day. Be safe, and God bless. See you soon.